Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So, Come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of The Greatest Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mashazde, and we are flying solo, baby. It's solo Friday. Oh man. Um, so I wanted to kind of dive in. I've been doing a lot of, a lot of work on myself. It's been like, I've been, I've been like an athlete on myself. Like, no, this is like, I swear to God, this is like, I'm, I'm like my junior year of high school going to my senior year, getting ready for my wrestling season where all I'm doing is obsessing about training, but I'm training my, myself in all these different ways. I have a list. I can't read it. It's too dark, but literally like a daily list of like, how many protein shakes did I drink? Did I work out? Did I rehab my shoulder? Um, how many times did I meditate? How much water did I, did I drink? I mean, I'm going down the rigum row. And I, you know, this year I got into transcendental meditation, which was a freaking game changer for me. It was, it's been unbelievable. I started doing transcendental med- meditation with um, my, my uh, coach, Laura, uh, Laura Osborne. And she's, uh, she's going to be a guest on the show, which is really, really, really cool. I'm super pumped about this. Um, and, and so we, we, we kind of uh, had a retreat recently with my, with my uh, forum in San Francisco. We went to Laura's place in Grass Valley, California for a couple of days. And we did a three day meditation routine. And a lot of you guys are like probably falling asleep. As they say, you're rolling your eyes like, dude, Darius, what's up with this hippie shit? And I would tell you, I was a person and anyone that's been listening to the show for a long time will know that I'm a person that was hated hated on meditation i used to say there's like two things in this world i hate meditation and hiking and i actually like both of them now believe it or not i would be call call me crazy but i actually like both of them i love meditation it's something I, I do twice a day i do it for almost an hour a day um but i got into it and and really it's because i want to level up as a human um 
my good friend Larry Yatch wrote the book um, "How Leadership Actually Works." He starts talking about this, you know, creating capacity, emotional, physical, and mental capacity, and and a big tool for that is meditation. And so we were at this meditation retreat. We meditated like I kid you not, like fifteen hours in like three days. And you might be like, "Oh, that sounds miserable." I would have said that in a freaking heartbeat three, four years ago. Eh, I started meditating about four years ago. So maybe five years ago, I would have said that would have been like, oh, that sounds miserable. Who the hell wants to do that? Um, but it was crazy. Like all, and there was a bunch of people this, in my group that like were not meditators and it was unbelievable. Our sleep had not like, it was off the chain. I have not had that kind of sleep as I had in those three days, like before or after. I mean, my, it, I, I haven't needed to even sleep that much since I got back from it. But, um, but yeah, it was crazy. Like, deep, deep sleep, vivid dreams. And you start to really learn that, man, your body is a really complex machine and this is a way to hack your body. So we're at the, we're at the retreat and we start talking about, um, you know, we had a conversation before the retreat, um, after the group read the books from strength to strength. And we started talking about this idea, like, what do you, what do you have attachments to? And, it was really interesting. Um, I think that's a question that I wanted to pose today. I wanted to pose this question of like, what do you have an attachment towards? Like, what are you attached to? And it could be like an idea. It could be a, a title. It could be that you're attached to the way people see you or money or status, you know, but I wanted you to take some ownership right now. I want you to take a second. I want you to start thinking about what am I attached to? I had never been asked that question before. Um, and it was, it was a really interesting question for me to ponder. So, you know, I, I realized that, you know, when I ran my first company, Twin Capital Mortgage, it was the first time in my life that I was a CEO of a company. And I was really young. I was 25 years old, which nowadays people were like literally like graduating college at 25, living with their parents on their parents' insurance. Um, I literally was like starting my own company. Uh, by like 27, 28, I had like almost 100 employees. I had over 100 employees by the time I was 28. Um, and so I was a kid doing this thing. I didn't think I was a kid then, but looking back, I was a kid. And I had, you know, I, I didn't realize that, you know, I always kind of treat people the same way. You know, I tr treated people like, well, like I didn't treat them like they owed me something. I treated them like, hey, you're a human. I'm a human. We're equals. You are do. You have one job. I have another job. Our titles might be different, but but yeah, no, we're, we're the same. And it's one of the things that like, I've always, I don't care if you're, you know, the world's richest person or the world's most powerful person. We're all the same. We're all, as a human, we get to live one life and affect the world the way we're going to affect it, but we're all the same. Uh, financially or from a position of authority or a position of leadership, there might be a different uh, value that we get in the business we're in or in the paradigm we're working within or the, the title we have gives us some level of authority. Um, and so I, I was, you know, I didn't realize that I had an attachment to being a CEO. I do. I definitely have an attachment towards being considered an entrepreneur. Um, but you know, the business grew and then the business got crushed, you know, it was a subprime mortgage lender. And, and, you know, when 07, 08 happened, the business, uh, I jokingly, which was the 40th fastest growing company in the United States, I jokingly said was the 40th fastest shrinking company in the United States. Um, and, and so I, um, yeah, I, I went from being this like hotshot young CEO to feeling like a complete and utter failure. And I remember there was this moment where my brother said something to me, he said, you know, if we're not making money. You don't, you know, you're, you're no good. You know, if we're not, if you're not making money, you're not happy. And he was wrong. If I wasn't being successful, I wasn't happy. So I had an attachment towards being successful. I had an attachment 
to being respected as an entrepreneur, I, attachment towards being respected as a CEO. And I, saw, I noticed something really interesting. I had a lot of people that worked for me that ended up not working for me because they left the company or we asked them to leave because the company was you know, getting its ass beat. And I noticed everyone treated me differently. They quit calling me. They quit returning my calls when I would call them right away. They just treated me differently when they saw me in person. And I was like, what the hell? I, I remember talking to my wife about it and my brother. I said, what the hell's up? Why are people acting so weird? And, and I realized that they did that they had an attachment towards my title too, when they had, and, and at that point I said, Oh, and that people have nothing to gain from you that you can see with how they really act towards you. And most of the people just were different. Now I'm a person that I've always viewed people who have been my leaders in the past with a certain reverence where I'm like, Hey, that person, they get a certain level of respect for me going forward because they helped me or taught me. Like anyone that's ever coached me, their name's coach in my mind. They'll always be one of my coaches. Whether they're still my coach or not, it does not matter. They earn that title because they spent time mentoring me, helping me, growing me, and they're my coach. And so I kind of have that same, you know, I have that same ethos around those I mentored and coached, whether it's in sport or in life and in business. And the second they weren't working for me, they were acting differently towards me or they weren't inviting me to do stuff. And I was super offended. I mean, like as as offended as you could be, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, just know that when I was 29 years old in San Francisco in 2007, I was super fucking offended. I was pissed. I was depressed. I was sad. I was more than anything. I was sad by it. But this take again, taking a step back. Why? The reason for it is I was attached to the, the, the power to a certain degree that that brought me. I was attached to those friendships. I was attached to being respected. I felt like I was being disrespected. I was attached to what I considered to be like respect. And I felt disrespected. Not get, being given that respect was very hurtful. I was attached to being viewed as a leader. And now I wasn't a leader because I wasn't leading these folks. And so it, it hurt real bad. I mean, really bad. You know, Fast forward about two years later, I ended up doing a joint venture with a, a friend of mine. And uh, if it was the first time in my career, I wasn't the CEO of a company. And people acted differently then. I would say, hey, we, we got this, this fire over there in the corner that needs fixed. And they wouldn't fix it. I was like, what the fuck? And I realized I'm not the CEO. They won't listen to me. And I realized even more, I'm like, I am really attached to being an entrepreneur and CEO. This convincing people to do stuff because they should do it and they won't do it because I'm not in a position of authority to make them do it. My brain freaking exploded like atomic bomb pouring out of my skull. I, I looked at my brother. I'm like, I can't do this, man. I can't, I can't look at like a person covered in cancer and be like, Hey, we should put chemo them. We should give them some radiation. And someone looks at me like, you're not, you're not the doctor. And then they walk away and let the person die. I mean, it was like shit like that. And so, um, yeah, it was, I realized really early on that I, I have attachment to those things, you know, now fast forward to my last gig as CEO of TMS. And when I left that, I had a lot of the same stuff happen that I just described earlier. Folks that reported to me for years suddenly wouldn't call me back right away. Right. And not, not that I expected it, but you know, I, I actually did expect them not to. So this, this was not my first rodeo. I knew that my, it was not me. It was my position and my authority that got me some of the quick responses. I just had a lot of power over, over, over them and their career. So they were pay, paying their respect. And now that I didn't necessarily retain that power for some folks that mattered and they, they acted differently. 
Now, did it, did it feel good? Eh, it didn't feel like much at all. Why? I lost my attachment. I didn't have an attachment to that same respect. I didn't see, I, I understood it better. I had a maturity to me. Now, I will tell you this. I do have an attachment towards being the leader. I do want to have people respect me. And that will never change. I have an attachment to it. I will take that back. It may change. Who knows, right? Maybe as I become more enlightened, I will, I will release all of my attachments. Because if I am not attached to it, then I will not get offended when people don't do it. You know, and that's where we get some true like happiness when we don't have an attachment to these outcomes. So I wanted to just peek that out there because it was a question that was asked to me that I thought was really interesting. And man, I got a lot of attachments. I like to make money. I like to grow stuff. I like to be respected. I like to have status, but I'm not as attached as you might think. And it's because of some of the stuff I just, I just went over with you. So think to yourself, ask yourself the question, what are you attached to? And what are you willing to release your attachment to? to become about the best version of you. So I wanted to drop you that question there because it was something that was asked of me and uh, I thought it was a really great question. I took a note and said, I'm going to make that a, one of the themes for one of our shows, one of our solos. And um, yeah, with that said, look, I hope you had a great 4th of July with your family. You should be attached to having great times with your families and having meaningful times with your families and friends. Um, and with that said, peace out, everybody. Love you. Talk to you soon. Until next time, we out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and Supply and Demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million-dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through, but then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklyn and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life. From canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. 
I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen... If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.